Hey guys, welcome to 100% Twisted Talk, teaching you how to embrace your imperfections, face everything, and rise podcast. Today, we have who I call, you need to find her Instagram, I am Taylor Ellis. I've been tagging her um, for a few weeks. Um, it says, not always your average coach. I love this girl. We did one collab together and that she wrote the post up and I was like, oh my gosh, you speak to me. So we're doing a podcast today talking about handling the hard to look past the pain and see the purpose. Man, any one of my podcast subjects, we do this raw, real, no stopping. So if I have word salad, um, so we're just going to figure it out together and see what this subject means. So Taylor, you want to introduce yourself, where you're from, Insta, your business, anything, and we'll dive in. Sounds perfect. First off, thank you for having me and for those sweet, kind words. I am so excited to be here. Um, obviously, my, my name is Taylor Ellis. I am 27 years old. I am currently living in San Diego, California. I literally have to pinch myself every single day that I say that. Um, and a little bit around my business. I am currently an online coach that really specializes around helping women find freedom with food and exercise and just falling in love with their body and really helping them break free from the chaos of their mind that is plagued with food and exercise and um, really just learning how to take control of their minds because our thoughts impact our actions, our behaviors, and once you can just become basically like the, um, we have, our minds are like this super human computer and so many of us are walking around without having like this manual on how to actually control it. And as soon as you access that manual, it's like game over. Anything that you desire to have in life, it can literally be yours. You just have to learn how to um, like best compute the thoughts in your mind. I love this um, because when I met you, we talked about doing a giveaway with workout and exercise. You're like, well, actually, that's not, I mean, you're just like, that's not quite my focus. But what I love is we've done a lot. A lot of the girls that are on the show do diet and exercise. So it's going to be so good because a lot of people don't want to implement the exercise and they just want to be normal people and they want to see these same results, but they mentally can't get there, right? Um, so it's going to be so good to hear that. So you guys need to go follow her and let's dive into your story. Like, let's. Let's just start where, how, how'd you become an online coach? Okay. So long story. Um, when I grew up being super, super active from the moment I popped out, my mom was like, get in sports. So I played soccer from the moment I could walk until about 15 years old. I was a sophomore in high school and I got into the dieting industry and I have very much that all or nothing mentality. Um, and I took it way too far and unfortunately was diagnosed with anorexia. I fought like hell throughout anorexia, bulimia, um, orthorexia. Um, it festered all the way until about when I was 20 years old. And that's when I had started seeing online traction start to pick up. People were talking about this thing called reverse dieting. I found a coach who had literally similar, um, like to a T story of what I had gone through and she was on the other side of freedom. And I was like, whatever it is that you had done, give me the blueprint and I will take it. And that's um, how she, people connect right there. Oh yeah. It was, she just, she gave me my sign of hope. Um, and I reached a spot to where I was so sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. I started um, having 
symptoms of lupus. So an autoimmune disease that literally attacks your bones. Um, I woke up one night, I think it was when I was 18 years old, I had to call my dad in the middle of the night, it was like 3 a.m. and I literally felt like every single bone in my body was breaking. Mm. Um, I was 18 years old, that was not normal. So it was moments of just like instances like that that just kept happening and I was like, all right, if I'm only, you know, 20 years old, if I don't get a handle of this, where am I gonna be? And there was something that was like implanted in me and I thank God for this that was just kept telling me like, keep going, just keep going. There's gonna be a purpose for this pain. Um, And so I embarked on my reverse diet and I found like my first piece of freedom. It was like, wait a second, I don't have to starve myself. I don't have to do hours on the treadmill. I can actually enjoy like food again. Um, But I took it from one end of the spectrum of severe restriction to then control around the numbers, around macros. And um, I stopped going out, I stopped being social. And then I ended up graduating from school, not knowing what in the heck I wanted to do. I took a, I majored in psychology. I had no idea what I was going to do, but it was really interesting to me, learning, you know, just around how the mind worked and things like that. And I was like, you know what? I'll figure it out. I really thought I was just at school to meet Mr. Husband, didn't (laughs) find it. And I was like, all right, that's not the plan. I'll figure it out. (laughs) Uh, And during all this time, I was like obsessed with nutrition and training. I'd gotten to the gym. I figured out what it felt like to be strong. Um, my metabolism kicked through the roof. I was eating like 3000 calories from like, you know, starving myself on like 800. I was like amazed at the human body. You're still 22 during this part of the story, right? Yep. I'm still a little bit. Okay. So I was just outside of school. I was just studying nutrition and exercise. I was working with coaches. Um, I didn't feel like I fit in at all. Every All of my roommates and friends were just partying. And I was like, I, I did that my 18, and you know, 18, and I finished. And I just wanted more. But I didn't know what. So after I graduated, I ended up working at a um, corporate gym, Gold's Gym. I worked there for about a year. And it was, it definitely taught me a lot when it came to training and came to just like, it got me out of my bubble um, when it came to my self-confidence. I had to learn how to, you know, have conversations, how to get clients, um, how to just be a social butterfly, things like that. But I realized that there was so much more I wanted to do. It was like my clients were coming in, training them for an hour, and then they would leave. And I was like, what am I actually doing for you? I knew that there was so much more there. You know, the, my story that I had just like grown through it wasn't just about, you know, here's here's a form of exercise for you. Um, and it was also a very corporate gym, so all they cared about was the numbers. They didn't care about your clients, and it yeah. made me feel very disconnected. So after that, I ended up working one-on-one in my private home gym that my family had, and I was training for um, just training a handful of clients, again, just trying to figure it out. At this time, my Instagram started to gain some traction. I think I had, like, anywhere from, like, I don't know, probably around like 12K followers at that time. Um, Online coaching was starting to really pick up. More and more people were starting to get into coaching. And I was like, that kind of seems interesting to me. And I also realized that I couldn't use my parents' gym for the rest of my life. I was either going to have to find a brand new gym, start at like zero with, you know, clientele and build them up again or, you know, move to a different avenue. So I got a mentor to help me um, when it came to building up my business. And I just kind of threw myself in. 
I started with mainly just macros and workouts. Um, but again, as I was going through it, I was like, there's so much more here. I want to do more. I want to change people's life. And I had written on, on my bio, not your average coach, because I realized that I started digging deeper into my client's life. You know, I realized that, you know, their issues around food and exercise had nothing at all to do with food and exercise. Their motivation did not have to do at like, it didn't have to do with their motivation. And it wasn't just about just be disciplined. And I was like, there's more here. So as I went through just another part of my healing journey, I got really, really into the mental side of things, into the psychology, into the really the subconscious work, rewiring the subconscious, which is it's everything when it comes to our actions, our habits and our behaviors. So then I ended up getting certified as an NLP practitioner and EFT, um, time techniques, hypnotherapy, and it really is just like stemming around the subconscious mind. Um, and that's where I am now today, just really helping women, not only around, you know, I still support women when it comes to their nutrition and their workouts, but that's not, that's not the gist of it. It's more so wow. around, right? Here's the proper education around how to feel your body here, how to move your body. Now here's the actual programming on how to stick to it. Yeah. And you're, you're now like, Oh, well, I got this psychology degree. I guess this now links up and you had no clue why or what you were doing. And it just it literally falls into your lap. And the first thing I heard you say is like what you went through. So you're like, okay, that online coaching seems like it might be good. All those girls, you girls that are online coaches, um, I feel like we're all there because of what we went through. And that inspires our entrepreneurial ship. And, and, and it goes hand in hand with whatever you went through, right? Um, so I'm known for food. I'm completely opposite. But now that I've endured trauma and, and mental hardship, I'm like, I cannot sit over here for one more minute and just, oh, I'm fine. I'm going to be okay or make a positive post. So I love this podcast. So let's, I have a question for you then. Um, Mm -hmm. What you said sick and tired, that you were just like sick and tired, that you had sick and tired feelings. What are some of those deep emotional connections? What was that sick and tired feeling? Like I felt it when you said it. Um, I was in a spot to where, honestly, like not to get like dark, but I didn't care if I saw another day. That's what, uh, but that's what people want to know, you know, cause they are, they're there. Yep. I remember I would literally sleep my days away. I could sleep until forever. My mom would come into my room at like 2 PM and she'd be like, Taylor, you need to wake up. I'm like, I don't want to, I could sleep forever and be totally fine with it. Like, do not wake me up. It is too painful to go through another day. Um, and now it's like my alarm goes, like, I'll wake up before my alarm goes off, or, like, I won't want to go to bed, and I'm, like, I I fought for this, I fought for the days in which, like, as cheesy it sounds, like, you really only get one life, and um, one of, like, the biggest, um, I I feel like I've had different, different touch points in my life that have been, like, wake-up calls, and my last recent one was when we lost my aunt, and we were sitting at her, her funeral and they were just talking about how she truly lived her life to the fullest. And I remember sitting there and I was like, this is not me. I am not living this way. If I were to die tomorrow, I would have so many regrets, so much shame, so much sadness. And all of these emotions just triggered up this huge fight in my soul. And I was like, no more. Again, like I reached out. I said that on my last podcast. I love that. <laughs> no more. I'm like, no more. What was the first thing that got you to that that point of like I really don't even care if I see another day I'll just sleep I'm I'm totally happy with sleeping what got what if you don't mind us asking what got you to that point what happened in 
and people know my story. I had a meal prep company. We had two locations. We just opened a store in Nashville, Tennessee, and my CFO was arrested for bezzling. He stole everything I had, and I was like, I'm, I mean, what did I just work my life away for years? What, what did I do this for? So that's kind of where I just got, and then if you let it, that trauma or that situation, I think, will eat you up. And it will swallow you whole and you can just lay in your bed all day. Or I said, no more. No more. I had to say that words to myself. So I'll share with you a little bit because I shared just a little bit, but it gets deep. What was, what got you there? Um, it was a turn of events of, you know, first my eating disorder, um, of feeling like I had zero control in my life, um, and then it ended up festering into a very emotionally toxic, abusive relationship with someone who I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with. Mm. Uh, and it was one of those things where it was either sink or swim. Um, I had a, a chance to get out and I did everything I possibly could to fight to, you know, find freedom from that. Yeah. But a lot of it was realizing that I had to take my power back. I had to find my own voice um, for so long. You know, even with my eating disorder, I didn't feel like I could, I, I didn't have a voice. I didn't have a, someone to turn to. I didn't have, I, I really had no idea what my thoughts were, how my thoughts had controlled so much of my actions, how they got me here. Um, a lot of it is, you know, the energy that you're putting out as well. I realized that I was literally like a magnet for this, this other person to come into my life because of what I was radiating at. Um, and I just had to reach this point of like, okay, I have an option, either continue living this way and going down this path, or I can choose to take my power back, stand up for myself and fight for the life that I saw was possible for me. And it was scary as hell, but I, it took me like three months. I ended up getting out of the relationship, ended up moving to Denver um, started completely fresh. I was barely making enough in my business to support me. But at that moment I was like, I don't care. Right. I don't care. I've got a chance. I'll figure it out. I've always been in a spot where, you know, I take messy action all the time. I get a thought in my head and I'm like, all right, this thought is it's here for a reason. There's no coincidence. It's because there's a version of me that is meant for this. And I just, I leap with, you know, all my freaking faith and God always provides. And um, that's just kind of been like the, the brink of my story is like, I, I take that. messy up and just keep going. Yeah. And you know, like people always ask me, and this is a, a, I wish I'd asked every girl this, but how did you come out of it? I they can't get out of that. You, you said it took time. Same for me. I mean, I got off social media. It took me a year to even speak about it, but I guess what I'd, what, what, get you there, get you out of that slump because people are going to go, you you girls can do it. And that is entrepreneurs, we just have a different mind. Uh, online coaches, you guys have a different mind. Everybody has a different mentality. Um, and I don't want to say we're stronger, but uh, I listened to this podcast the other day. Anybody can be an entrepreneur, but it's just, it's not a gift. It's just a drive force. And no matter what happens, I just went through the most awful experience I told you about, and I'm literally doing the podcast. Anybody else would have sunk on their couch, canceled, whatever. What? How did you come out of it? What was that mental change? People don't listen to me because they're like, Rose, you're like, 
You're like a boss lady anyways, and you like go harder than anybody I know. What? Let's hear it from somebody else. How did you get out of it? I had to say, it was me, just no more. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a choice. It's, it's realizing that, wait a second, I, I, I have a choice. Um, I think a lot of it for me was I started seeing evidence of other people showing me that I could have it too. Um, and like this that. is one of my biggest things that I use when it comes to comparison. Again, it's a choice. You can either see it as that's never going to be me or you can see it as pull me too. You know, people can look at you. They can look at me. They can look at anyone who is like what, you know, they, the kids are commenting hashtag goals on. And instead of thinking that I'm never going to be there, why don't you see that as evidence that, wait a second, what did they do? Um, huge part of my journey is I stopped trying to do it alone. I got help. Some of the most incredible mentors that I've been working with since like I, I got out of that hole are people that I credit all of my freedom to. Like we are on this earth with 7 billion people for a reason. We don't have like our own tiny little planets that we're just trying to do things alone. People are listening to this podcast because they find connection. Yeah. Why don't you lose people? We all have our own spiritual gifts. Like you had said, like entrepreneurs, coaches, we just have like this different thing. I'm like, everyone has this different thing. There are people like you have a different gift than I do. And you know, whoever is listening to this, you have a different spiritual gift than I do. So it's like, why don't you see evidence from people who are walking the life that you want to live and start asking for help? I love that because, everybody, well, I tell you why a lot of people don't, because we're so behind our phones, behind social media. That's why I want to do a podcast. I wanted them to hear me. I wanted people to hear my story, to know it's okay to not be okay. And these podcasts are help for me in some kind of therapy way because I get to talk. I get to hear you. I, you know, you would be... I follow Taylor, you know, you see those people, you follow them, but then you stop and you hear their story and you hear what connects you and them and you realize, oh, you've been through hard stuff too. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I am on the right track. I am doing good. What 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 is the first mental change you take for all your clients? Like, what is that first step for them? What do they have to do? So the very first pillar um, that we do in the academy, it's the get your shift together. Academy. It's a program to help you get your shit together while also making that shift in your life. Ah. Um, the very first pillar is awareness. You have to bring awareness towards what are the thoughts that have brought me here? What are the habits? What are the actions that have brought me here today? Self-awareness is literally your superpower. The more aware that you can be of your thoughts, of your actions, of your behavior, the more in control that you can be of shifting them. Oh my gosh, I love it. So this is like, this isn't like, hey Rose, you're going to have to go write me down a journal three pages long you know these are normal things we already actually do and know but we're now making ourselves aware of them and i can tell you i never i grew up in the perfect home perfect family i had the perfect business i went to school i got a degree and when i never understood it from my i started out at a gym i never understood it until i went through trauma and then i'm like wow I need people. I need their support. I need to t be talking about this. I, I was so aware also of like how it happened to me. I'm like, wow, I am now so aware and I use it in my daily life. If you see a red flag somewhere or if something just, we have intuitions, especially women for a reason, right? And those are just times you just need to be aware, but mental note aware, you know, and I'm super cheesy in that too. Like, it, you only get one life. Man, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, when I walk into my building every day, I'm like, 
wow, thank you for letting me walk in this building today. So I love, love that. Now you said like, I'm like you there, Taylor, fitting in. I don't ever feel like I fit it, fit in, but yet I'm so social. So it's very weird. People are like, what do you mean? You don't, you're not social busy. I, I don't know. I'd just rather be at home, whatever. What, what was fitting in for you? What are the situations that you've, you said it felt awkward everywhere? What was that? Was that just hanging out with your friends, sitting on the line, going out to a party, at dinner? What are the, just so people know, oh, okay, so those are normal situations and I'm okay that I feel awkward, you know? <laughs> um, looking back at it now, I can see that I didn't fit in because I wasn't living my own authentic truth. I was trying to fit into a box that was never mine to fit in. I thought that in order to be liked, in order to be accepted, I had to look this way, act this way, behave this way, when it was so far from who I actually was as an individual that it just felt fake and it felt uncomfortable. So the moment that I actually got back to living my own most authentic, weird, like perfectly imperfect self, that's when I actually started feeling like I quote unquote fit in. Um, but it wasn't because I was operating on this place of what society says is acceptable. It was in this place in which I felt was my own authentic self. I love that. And, and imperfect, it's kind of a big part of my podcast, but I heard you just say it. What, for me, I had to learn, I, I had to learn this year. I had to get off social. I'm such a social person. That's how my business flows, whatever. I had to learn that my imperfection of being a very bold boss was okay. Like, it also got me a million and a half dollar company. Pe you know, people that hammer you, just the few negative ones, the three ones that make you feel like there's 300 of them, nobody tells you the good stuff. They only want to tell you the bad stuff, you know. I had to realize, like, that's an, I'm looking at that as an imperfection, and it's not an imperfection. And I was like, I can't cry in front of people. People can't know that I'm hurt from what's happened to me in my life. And I'm like, but why can't I? Why can't I? Why do I have to start posting something positive on social if I'm if I'm not there? You know, like, it doesn't have to be negative. But it's just, for me, like, letting the raw and the real out so I can then put something positive behind it and go, here's how I'm feeling right now. And it really sucks. But no more. I'm going to move on and I'm thankful for my job. You can be in those depressive mind states, I feel like, and you can still get something accomplished. Yep. Um, so what's one of your, what, what's an imperfection you thought about yourself that you're like, this is not an imperfection? <sighs> I'm, I'm human. I'm like, I, there's... I think what really helped me was realizing that perfection just like did not exist. So why even bother trying? Um, and everyone has like, I used to think that I had to have the perfect body. Um, and then I started looking at how different everyone's body was. And I was like, wait a second. She has different arms in her. She has different abs in her. She has different legs. She has different structure. I'm like, not one of those girls is perfect. Mm -hmm. And so when I, when I got back into this place of like, I'm okay, I'm allowed to be, you know, I'm allowed to have these quote unquote imperfections. They actually make me beautiful because um, they make, they make me me. They're part of me. They're not my whole self, but um, a lot of it was just like giving myself permission to just be and not be like judgmental about it. One thing that I always tell my clients is, can you meet yourself with curiosity instead of judgment? 
you know, when we were born in this oh. world, none of us thought that we had to be perfect. None of us thought that there was anything wrong with us. We were just our most authentic selves. Um, you know, like we literally, we popped out of the womb thinking we were, we were the shit. And am I allowed to pop, am I allowed to press on your? Yes. Okay. I'm My like, mother gets on to me and I'm like, but mom, sorry, you don't ever not say a cuss word. <laughs> shit. Sorry. <True. laughs> um, but you know, we thought we were so cool and it wasn't until something or someone made us question our worth that when we, that that's when we started feeling threatened. We started feeling unsafe. And so we turned towards society and mm-hmm. society tells us that, um, you know, the way in which you're going to be beautiful is if you were thin and in order to be thin, you have to starve yourself and over exercise. And we just get farther and farther away from our own innate truth, our own innate the, being. So a huge part of this is getting back to, wait a second, the truths that I have, the stories that I have in my head, are they actually mine or are they from somebody else or something that Oof, I saw? That's, and cause it's everywhere. You look at your phone so many hours a day now, you don't know what's even being implemented in your mind. So yeah, you got to stop and go, did I see that somewhere? And it's now ingrained or did I come up with that? Oh man, I love that. Okay, I try to keep my podcast kind of short so people will listen all the time or go back. But I have one, and you might have to breathe and think about it. I ask this at the end of every podcast. What would you, men may listen, but we focus on women a lot. Women, I know we're hormonal and we go through so much. But what would you tell like a woman wanting to change their mindset because that relates with you or anything? If you were going to leave the world tomorrow, what would you want to leave with someone to make a positive impact on their life. And I put her on the spot, so give her a minute. It's a big statement. One thing that comes up all the time with my clients, with my story, is I, you know, I, I shared a little bit here, but there's been so, so much other, you know, just there's been a lot of trauma, there's been a lot of hardship, there's been a lot of struggles. And one thing that always, always keeps me going is the mantra that, you will never lose as long as you don't quit. As mm. long as you never give up and you just keep going, you're never going to lose. Love that. It's uh, one thing that if I could implant on anyone, it's like just keep putting one foot from the other. Um, just keep swimming. It's like as long as you keep fighting, you're not going to lose. You're always just got to keep showing up. There's purpose in your pain. And there is because you. I've showed people that in the world. Guys, there is so much purpose in your pain. She great. There's always, but if you can get people like that's so cheesy. Like you don't know what I'm just feeling right now. But no, 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 no. You have to say no more, and you have to be cheesy, and you have to go because I could literally die tomorrow, and I have. It's a choice that you have to make. Where can we find you? What's your website? Insta handles? Name it all, girl. Give me your business spiel. I am mainly found on Instagram. It's I am Taylor Ellis. I have a Facebook group called the shoot Food Freedom and Body Confidence Workshops. Um, if you go to my Instagram, you go to my link tree. It has everything. Um, I don't know if you'll also be putting this in the show notes or anything like that. My website is the Get Your Shift Together Academy.com. Um, again, it's all going to be found in my link tree. It's everywhere in there. You guys can subscribe to our emails, get into our Facebook group. We drop trainings in there all the time. Um, but my main hub is Instagram. I am Taylor Ellis. Okay. I love that. It was so 
Nice meeting you. We're not getting it. We'll still zoom in just a second. But guys, just want to thank you for listening. It's just nice to hear these stories and know, guys, it's okay to not be okay. And my big thing this year, Taylor, is my name's Rose. So it's rise, overcome, survive, and evolve because that's who I am. And that's what you, it's a choice. Otherwise, it will swallow you up. I tell you, I'm there every other day. And you make that choice and you push forward. So guys, thank you for joining the Twisted Talk, um, 100% Twisted, Face Everything, and Rise podcast.